Welcome to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca, and this is episode number six. Hey, friends. Today is Sunday's Monday, and I have with me my husband, my pastor, Tony Moran. Good morning. Good morning. Today is a special day. Today is Memorial Day. And uh, before we get started on the continuation of the sermon from yesterday, I'd, I'd like to honor all of the fallen soldiers. I, I, anything dealing with uh, service members, I have to go back and think about Papa, Beckett's grandfather. He uh, he was in World War Two. He was he he was one of the medics that stormed the beach and. He, he would always tell, he said, I didn't even have a gun. All I had was a red cross. And uh, you could tell the difference in his voice when he would talk about how many people didn't make it off of that beach. And But anyway, we want to remember all of those people that have, have served, served our country well, so that we can have the freedom. And we've heard so many different things and Becky read me an article yesterday and uh, it was talking about it was the soldier that gave us the freedom of speech it wasn't the the reporter it wasn't anything to do with the government it was the soldier that gave us all of these freedoms and we want to make sure that we honor the veterans we uh, we just didn't want to pass that up right well we remember those that fought for our freedom but didn't come home. So they didn't get to share that story. And I literally could have wrote a book on Papaw's stories. Yeah. And he was born in 1921. And I want to say 18, 19 years old is when he went off to... Fight for our country. Yeah. So anyway, we remember... And always will. Right, right. So, Sunday's Monday. Let's talk about the sermon yesterday. And if we get um, a little hesitant, we are driving today. We're (laughs) going to spend time with our son and his wife and our granddaughter. Yeah, so, we're gonna go spend time with Cadison and TJ and Amber's gonna. Yeah, be they're there. just gonna. Yeah, that's just land you out. They're just. They're <laughs> just gonna be there. So, so uh, Sundays and Monday. That was something that we had started last week, and that's something that I want to have on the show every Monday, a continuation or uh, just a jumping off point for the show for today. Well, yesterday was a continuation of our message about Jonah and we didn't even talk about the big fish there's so much more about Jonah that that a lot of people really don't don't ever think about because when you hear Jonah you know you think about Jonah and the whale right and like you said yesterday y'all Jonah is a good it's a good read, and it's only four chapters. Right. So if you get overwhelmed by, like, I don't want to read, you know, this book because it's so long. Well, Jonah is four chapters, and 
like Tony said yesterday in church, it's really good. I mean, we've always heard about it. We've, uh, you know, heard the stories as kids and, you know, that, that kind of sticks in your head, but there is a lot more to it. Jonah, uh, we're going to do just a little recap and then we're going to go a little further. Jonah was uh, a prophet and he had a big mission. He had to go and tell Nineveh that if they didn't turn from their wicked ways, they would be destroyed in 40 days. God was sending Jonah a messenger to tell him, and Jonah just, he just got upset, and he didn't want to go. Kind of like a childish, a childish act where I don't want to go, God. I know you're going you're gonna to take care of them anyway, but I just don't want to go. Well, Jonah, he finally went when he was in that belly of that fish after three days and three nights. And uh, then he, when he, the first day, it took him three days to go through the city. It was a great city. Nineveh was a great city. And the first day, he, he said, in 40 days, if you don't turn from your wicked ways, God's going to destroy this city in 40 days. Well, in Second Chronicles 7, is it 7.14? That's a very familiar verse. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. I'm doing the Tony version. But it says, I will heal their land. I will heal their land. Jesus was fasting 40 days when he was tempted by Satan. The children, or the, the people of Nineveh had 40 days to turn from their wicked ways or they would be destroyed. God's people of Nineveh, he, uh, when he went through, started telling the, the stories are telling them the, the word that God had for them. They started putting sackcloth on. They was, they was uh, getting in their their fasting, their sacrifice, their uh, sacrificial, I guess, ways of doing things. They was getting ready to sacrifice because they didn't want to be destroyed. And at the end, in chapter 4 of Jonah... When Jonah was having his pity party with God, God had provided a big plant to give him shade, and uh, Jonah, he he loved that plant. And then that next night, it grew up overnight, and then the next night, the plant was gone. God sent a worm to destroy it, a locust or, or you know, anything, a caker worm. You know, you've heard all of these different things that has been destroyed throughout the Bible and, and and they destroyed different things and this worm destroyed this plant that Jonah really loved because it was it was important to him and God said you love that plant and you you didn't care for it you didn't do anything for it you love that plant there was no laboring he didn't yeah, have to there put was, any effort there was no laboring in that plant. You had to do nothing. It was something that I created. This is God telling him, I created this. You had to do nothing. But you you love that plant enough that 
to your death? And Jonah said, yes, I could just die because he was bitter. And then God said, what about that 120,000 people in the city of Nineveh that I made? Don't you think that I love them enough to, to send somebody to tell them, I don't want you to be destroyed? I don't want you to be destroyed, so I would rather for you to turn from your wicked ways and let me heal your land. You see where I went? Second Chronicles 7.14 says, if, if my people will humble themselves, pray. Now, I'm going to do the Tony, uh, Tony version again. If my people will turn from their wicked ways, if they'll pray, if they'll seek my face, if they'll start living the way the Bible tells them to live, I will hear them in heaven. I will hear what they are saying. I will see the progress they are making. I'll see the life-changing experience that they're doing. And I'll not only heal their land, but I'll bless them. I'll take care of them. And that's what God had sent Jonah to do in Nineveh. And the people of Nineveh, they did it. They fasted. They sacrificed for for 40 days. The same thing Jesus done. Jesus was tempted for 40 days by the enemy, uh, by, by Satan. But he said, by the word of God. By the word of God. What you got there? In Second Chronicles 7, I'm just going to read... Um, 14 and 15 and this is King James it says if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land verse 15 now my eyes shall be open and my ears attentive unto the prayer that is made in this place. So once we, just like with Jonah, he was running. He, he actually went 2,000 miles in the opposite direction when God said, go to Nineveh. But once he uh, submitted to God's will for his life, he turned he did okay okay lord this is i'm gonna stop um idolizing the little g's and you're the most important thing in my life i want to i want to make you happy i want to do what's pleasing to you and it says once we oh i, I closed it once we turn from our wicked ways we seek God's face we pray and we don't go back to that that sin we don't go back to those little G's okay God I want to do what's right that's when he says then my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to what you're saying that's when I will heal your land but you gotta you you gotta turn and you know it's just like that sermon you preached uh, the people the man in the lighthouse yeah. turn the boat 20 degrees or whatever turn your ship 20 degrees 
sometimes we might have to turn 20 degrees. Sometimes right. we might have to do a complete 180. Right. But it's then, because we get so comfortable, just like you were saying with Jonah and that, that tree. It give him comfort. It give him shade. He could probably take a nap under that tree. In the heat of the day. In the heat of the day. And how many times do we get comfortable with those idols, with those little G's, and and then we get mad at God because just like He sent the worm to to, to destroy the tree, yeah. how many times do we get mad at God because He has pulled the rug out from under our feet? Right. And all along. It, it wasn't his fault. It was our fault. It was all ours. Because our eyes was on the wrong thing. Yeah. The other the other part of what we had talked about, but we didn't, that's what I ended on yesterday, was because one of the biggest things that we don't really understand is the fact that Nineveh, the, uh, the, I, I keep wanting to say the children of Nineveh, but it was the people of Nineveh, that 120,000 people they didn't understand what the uh, was right and what was wrong, and that's what God said. How how can we how can I destroy them without sending a messenger? And so many times God sent messengers to people and say, "This is what you need to do." That's what a prophet does. A prophet goes, brings a message to the people. This is what God is telling me to tell y'all. So. We need to make sure, I need to make sure that I'm doing my part telling you what it is that that you need to do to be for, to be blessed by God, for God to be pleased with you. And when the people didn't really understand that they was living in a bad, play, a bad way or didn't understand that what they were doing was not pleasing to God, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking when, when somebody... You know, you're going to be destroyed for something you don't even know that you've done wrong. That's, and, and that scripture, people perish for the lack of knowledge. And that is so true in this area because if, if we don't know, we don't know. If a person don't know, they don't know. That's, what, that's what's frustrating to me when, uh, well, I'm only going to go just a little ways into this when people say well this religion they don't believe this so I can't believe what they say come on guys we're all doing we're all on the same team we're here spreading the gospel that Jesus died on the cross for our sins that we we know that he rose in three days so that we can be saved and go to heaven all that other foolishness that keeps people out of the will of God religion people will ask us well uh, I know you're religious so what what kind of church what what's the religion of your church I said one we're not religious and two <laughs> there is no religion there's no you know we're believers and I, I, I guess um, our beliefs is everything between Genesis and Revelation. I know for me, it's everything between Genesis and Revelation. And, and those words is written in red. That's right. That's from Jesus. That's right. So, if... And 
with all this downtime we've had in, in the last March, April, May, almost three months. Yeah. And if, if God is using this, okay, this is a good time. We're going to, I'm going to get some, some, some people's attention. Do we need, is there something we need to turn from? Is there something that has, like that tree with Jonah? Have we gotten so comfortable sitting under that tree? Well, I, 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 I would go tell them, but I don't want them to be mad. I don't want to tell them that they need to turn from their wicked ways. Then who are they going to think I am? But what if God has assigned you for that moment Ooh. to tell people? I wouldn't want to have to answer for that. It could be life-changing for them, for their entire family. Because usually if one person gets saved, the entire family mama, daddy, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, and then cousins, because they're going to see a change in that person's life. Yeah. And think of someone telling that one person the truth. In it's, love. In yeah, love. Yeah, it, it don't have to be hateful. This is in what love. God's Word says. And then it changes an entire family. A and generation. A, a, a generation. But what happens is, what happens if you don't follow through with what the Lord is sending you to do? You know, think of all those lives that you could have impacted and never known it. Yeah. Hanging in the balance. Of, of not knowing hanging in the balance I don't want to be Jonah I don't want to sit over there and depend on some kind of uh, shield to shield me from the weather to wait and watch a city be destroyed or watch a city prosper I don't want to be that one just backing up waiting to see what God does I want to be the one on the front line saying God what is it that you have for me to do I want to do your work. I want to do what you have for me to do. I just feel like God's looking for those people, just like you said, that I want to be on the front lines. And it's not about, well, look, I'm first. Because a lot of people don't want, when it comes to doing God's work and going into a city like that, if it's the inner city, if it's the countryside, if it's the uh, your place at work, if it is even in the church, your, your community, your apartment complex, your subdivision, the trailer park that you live in, wherever it's at, be that first person, be that trailblazer. That's right. And I promise you, you're gonna have, you're gonna look back, not look back, but take a, you know, a glance back, and you're gonna see an army of people behind you saying, I'll go send me yeah. and then so all it takes is one person will you be that one person yeah. I want to uh, share with uh, some of the things that I've 
I've noticed here in the last, uh, I guess, months, few weeks, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic. This is unparalleled to any other time that we've ever had. We don't really know what's happening. We don't know what's going to happen. We understand that God is in control. So we have to stand on that and believe that 100%. But the thing that really, really sticks out to me, these share for the radio stations, for the TV stations, the Christian uh, networks that's putting the word out there, they have had with all these people out of work, out of, out of you know, not receiving a paycheck, they have received record numbers of givers and money in a shorter amount of time. And it's just amazing for me because I see the people they're sacrificing, they're doing God's work, and that next great awakening is right here on the horizon. Right. It is right there. We're on the, the forefront of it. And just like when you were saying Papa was... Uh, on D-Day, he stormed the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. And I want to be able to and, and and it's not bragging about it but just to be on the forefront like Tony was talking about of this next great awakening. Right. You know, being that, that person that um, has that you know, that breakthrough that helps somebody else to come to know the Lord or to have to see miracles happen because if they don't know how will they know to expect those miracles if they don't if they've never been told so who's going to tell them if we don't who's going to go if we don't go well we can't depend on the world to tell anybody anything because what the world tells them is God is nothing that 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 stuff. The Bible is just a good read. The Bible is a just a bunch of stories that connect. So the world's not going to tell them how important it is to understand what God's word is. That's right. Um, it's just a good time to reflect. You know how can I how can I turn? How can I? I mean, we all have room for improvement in our lives. Maybe it's instead of reading a couple of verses in Scripture, maybe spend 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. You know, how can we turn to, to get more knowledge, to get strengthen our relationship with the Lord? How can we draw closer to Him? Because His Word says, if you'll draw closer to me, I'll draw closer to you. Yeah. So, what is it that we can do to draw closer to Him? What is it that we can do to, when we pray, we are a hundred percent standing in faith that He heard our prayers, and in His timing, those prayers will be answered. Yeah. Are we standing in that much faith? Are we really believing that? Or are we just typing it out on our phones? I'm praying for you. It's so easy to put those little hands together, that little emoji. You can even do 10 or 12 of them really quick, and they're cool looking. 
but is that really where your faith is? Is just sending an emoji, or is it earnestly going and, and, and praying and turning from your wicked ways and those things that we've always looked as as well that's not it's not a bad sin or it's not as bad as other things it's not this that and the other god doesn't categorize our sins not at all it's we do a sin to him is a sin a sin of looking at the opposite sex you know with lustful eyes he counts it the same as you know committing murder yeah a sin is a sin and when Tony was talking just now, you know, are we gonna are we gonna pray them through whatever it is that they're going on instead of just praying or commenting? I'm praying. Follow through with it. Pray them through that that situation. If it's a time of mourning because they lost a spouse or a child or you know a parent, pray them through that. If it's sickness, you know, they were just diagnosed with something, pray them through that. Stand on God's Word. I was uh, reminded that, I guess Facebook had just come out. Uh, well, I mean, it not just come out, but I mean, it was, it was still really new. Um, people were changing over from MySpace to Facebook. I forgot about MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Messenger, that was beginning to get really popular. And people would, uh, you could tag or do like a, a group, not a group tag, group message. And I can remember, I, I don't remember who it was. Is one of my friends that um, I was in on this group message. You know, please, please pray. This is what's going on. And this has probably been 10 or 12 years ago. And you had all these people. Uh, we're praying. We're standing in faith. Some people would, you know, give scripture because it, it was something to do with healing. And I was shocked at the number of... Christians that there was a little um, an option within the, the message that you could leave the conversation. You didn't want to be um, interrupted or you know you didn't want to have to hear dings all day with you know new messages or people commenting and I thought, you know what that our lives are like that. Somebody's needing prayer, and we choose to leave the conversation because uh, that's going to be a burden. It's going to be uh, uh, aggravating listening yeah. to it how, all day. How much, how 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 much time am I going to have to invest in 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 this? It's just easier for me to leave the conversation. And that has been, I know, at least ten or twelve years ago, and I can still remember that just like it happened this morning. I just, I don't remember name. Thank God. I don't remember their, <laughs> I don't remember their names, but I know that, you know, it was a, it was a Christian um, lady that sent this and this is Christian women, you know, that it's kind of like putting your money where your mouth is, you know, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray, but then it comes right down to it. And they're going to leave the conversation. And, I mean, for whatever reason, maybe they prayed. 
you know, they just um, didn't want the aggravation of their phone dinging nonstop throughout the night or, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying they left the conversation so they wasn't praying. I'm not saying that. But it's so easy to have that, you know, somebody is dependent on us for prayer to pray them through whatever because they might be in a situation that they don't even have the faith or the strength to pray for themselves and so they're dependent on us but then here we've left the conversation that happens so often in our lives and i love the way you brought that story up Uh, it's a reminder because we do want to opt out of it because it may be hard it may not be what we want. It well, may not be. It's a battle. Yeah, it's a big I mean, battle. it's, you don't have to yield here. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we just exited off. Um, but it is, It's and, and sometimes it's just all out warfare. And you're going to be sweating and you're going to be exhausted and you're going to be just wore out. Yeah. But those people are depending on us. And, you know, put yourself in their shoes. What if that was me that needed those those prayers? Right. Because I can't, I can't even get myself up out of the bed, much less pray. And you need your friends rallying around you. That, that troop of prayer warriors you know that you you can you can trust and i do not have any clue how we went from jonah to to leaving the conversation but uh, it goes right back to what we've been talking about if my people if my people will turn from their wicked ways not look at the world things as much but look at my my ideal that I have for you. Right. So And yeah. again, sometimes it's 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 what God has for us. Oh, that's 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 a lot of work. I'd I rather I'd rather just that. I'd rather just sit under this tree like Jonah did. Yeah. You know, let let, let me just opt out of this conversation. But yeah. what are you missing? What are you <coughs> What yeah. are you giving up? And what people are gonna, what people are gonna miss that God has for you to do? What what people is gonna miss what God has for them because you're not doing the part that you you're supposed to be doing. That's right. You're missing that assignment. And what happens in school when you when you don't turn in an assignment or you don't complete an assignment? Well, you get an L. You know, it, it's just a it's just an incomplete. And I don't want to. When I get to heaven, I don't want to see the incompletes that are by my name. I don't want to be the one that they look at and say, why didn't you? Yeah. I don't, I don't, you you know, I I never wanted to let my teacher down by not completing an assignment. I never wanted to let my parents down by not, you know, completing an assignment. But I sure don't want to let God down. By not completing the assignment that he has for, if he sends me to Nineveh, if he sends us to Shreveport, if he sends us to the outskirts of, you know, an inner city, or the just the inner city, you know, if he sends us, let's not go the other way. Let's 
let's just let's just go head first and we're all in yeah so anything else you want to add to our sundays monday y'all enjoy your day be careful if you're out on the roads or if you're out on the lake or if you're at home just relaxing enjoy your day and just remember remember where your freedom comes from who fought for that freedom yeah and and just be thankful don't forget don't forget Jesus died for us for all that freedom that's right he was the ultimate freedom giver yeah and then uh-huh. he sent men and women into battle for us so let's not forget let's remember and let's not leave the conversation let's pray right. through because it says if my people I will heal their land that's right so and we're definitely we are all his people and we're even if we don't know everything and we're, we're living in people. a we're living in a sick sick land it 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 is in dire need of some healing so wherever you are today enjoy your day remember those that that didn't come back that had stories to tell but their stories have went silent and just remember that second chronicles 7:14 so enjoy your monday thank you for joining us for sunday's monday until next time let's have tea